You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. I'm excited that you're here with us today, as today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. Check out rockauto.com for all of their excellent auto and body parts. On today's show, we react to the big-time news that shook the college basketball world yesterday. Duke men's basketball head coach Mike Krzyzewski announces that this upcoming college basketball season will be his last before he retires. John Shiner named the head coach in waiting and the 20th head men's basketball coach in program history. He will replace Coach K in April of 2022. We discuss all of that on today's program. Chuck Culpepper of the Washington Post will join our show as well to discuss what it means for Duke University, the ACC, and a whole lot more. My name is JJ Jackson. I'm the host of this podcast. It dives into Duke athletics multiple times a week throughout the summer in college basketball and college football season. We are on the air five days a week, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore and follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Blue Devils as soon as it's available each day. I would encourage you to participate in Five Star Friday. That is where you send me five-star ratings and reviews on the Apple Podcast platform, and I will read those on our program on Fridays. Again, you got to do this on Apple Podcast. Leave a five-star rating and type out a review for Apple to register it, and I'll be sure to give you some love right here on the podcast. Without further ado, let's get ready for our conversation with Chuck Culpepper of the Washington Post right after this quick break. Today's podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. That's a family business serving auto parts, customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On Blue Devils in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Made In produces professional quality cookware and knives for those who love to cook. They source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you. Without the markup, Made In products are made to last and they offer a lifetime guarantee. Their cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go from the stovetop to the oven. And their knives are fully forged, perfectly balanced, and stay sharp. They have 28,000-plus five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs and Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. Made In, better cookware for better meals. Right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code LOCKEDON. 
That is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to madeincookware.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for 15% off your first order. That is madeincookware.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on. Welcome back into the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. J.J. Jackson spending some time with Chuck Culpepper of the Washington Post to talk about the news we learned. Mike Krzyzewski retiring after this upcoming college basketball season, leaving Duke after 41 years as the head men's basketball coach. Chuck, as always, the time is greatly appreciated. First and foremost, how are you today? And then your initial reaction to the news. Well, I woke up. I got a call about the uh, the uh, second positive drug test of Medina's Medina spirit, yeah. and um, I went into a frenzy over that, and then they called me and said, no, don't do that. There's something bigger here still. So then uh, I went into a frenzy over that. So um, I think I personally was thrown off by the, uh, and I don't think it was intentional uh, on Coach K's part, but I was thrown off by when Roy Williams stepped down on April 1, and it to me, Krzyzewski's uh, statement that day just sounded like somebody who was still in the coaching fold for a good while longer. And I think I kind of thought he'd go on until age 80 because, you know, those ages don't mean as much as they used to. So, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I hear this was in the works for a while as these things are, but that's, I was thrown off for sure. A busy thing in the sports world, absolutely. Uh, Chuck Culpepper, again, our guest of the Washington Post, a sports writer covering all ventures in the sports world. You're right, the Kentucky Derby uh, is in a bit of headline news. Also, we learned that that Brad Stevens stepped down as the head coach of the Boston Celtics. And, uh, of course, Brad Stevens' Butler team played against Mike Krzyzewski in the fourth national title win for Duke. And, and of course, that news was overshadowed kind of by this bigger news that, that Coach K would be stepping away. So surprised is kind of the most common reaction that I've heard from folks uh, around the biz and that sort of thing. But when you look back over these 41 years, how would you describe what Coach K has been able to do in Durham? I hate to say this about myself, but the 1983 ACC tournament where uh, Duke lost in the quarterfinals, it would have been to Virginia, 109-66 to with Ralph Sampson's last season at Virginia. <laughs> I was in the... I was in the now demolished Omni in Atlanta that day, wow. and um, and um, I, I think that's a, a a big point to mark down because, and people often have, because that was his third Shashevsky's third season, and things were a little bit, you know, boosters were kind of like, okay, what is this? And things were a little bit questionable, and the way they get, and 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 maybe people don't have as much patience now as Tom Butters had in that situation to kind of stand and say, no, I believe in this guy, which, by the way, is the all-time reward of I believe in this guy. I mean, just, you know, who could see what was coming after that? No so one. When, you know, they had, he, he already had that freshman class where we, uh, Billis, Allery, Dawkins, Henderson. Yes. And by 86, those guys are in the national title game into the closing minutes and only a great showing by Purvis Ellison of Louisville could stop them. And then come 88, they're in five straight Final Fours and, and six out of seven. So, I mean, it's just one of those things that over time, it, you know what it makes me wonder? It makes me wonder how many guys have there been who might have had a run, not as good as this one, but a great run, who've been kind of dismissed from a place before it could, everything could come to fruition. Right, because the pressure this in this day and age is so much, you know, you want immediate 
results, right? And as you're mentioning, those first three years, just to kind of remind people, 17 and 13, the record in year one, 10 and 17 in the second year, 11 and 17 in the third year. Like, you're right, Chuck. Nowadays, you feel like he would have been fired after that third season, but uh, Duke stayed calm and laid it out, waited it out, and uh, obviously we know uh, 1,170 victories, the most all-time. It, it seems like Duke made the right decision by kind of waiting to see what Coach K could turn the program into. I think you could give evidence to the fact that the decision was wise. I really do. You know, I think it's just, um, you know, um, I talked to Billis today, and he said that, uh, and I asked him, why would you go? He was from Rolling Hills Estates, California, out near Palos Verdes, south of Los Angeles, down in that gorgeous terrain yeah. next to the Pacific Ocean. Comes all the way to Duke. I said, why? You know, what? I'm sure people have asked you this, but why did you do that in, in that time? And he said, out of all the coaches I met, I just liked him the most, and I trusted him the most, and I just, I just found something with him. He was so easy to get along with. And so uh, he said when you see him on the court side, a lot of people think of him as this you know, kind of stern, impossible, regal sort of being, but that he's actually, you know, and, he, and he's actually easy to get along with day to day to be with him that, and, you know, he has a very capable wit, which he's shown a lot of times up on the interview da- daises, if that's the word. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> and so, you know, I think in that situation that uh, the AD, Butters, I think he saw something, and he saw something that was there. And, you know, Coach K was 33 years old when he took the job. If you go back to the footage of that day, which I saw from a TV station, WFMY, uh, the curtains in the room look like they're like left over from 1977. They <laughs> look like, you know, disco era or something. And, and so he was 33 years old then. So we're talking about a good bit more than half his life we've known about him in the public sphere. And I think anytime a person like that decides to relinquish the spot, it's kind of, whoa, it's kind of like lifting bedrock out of the sport. And then as we, we learned a little bit uh, earlier today as well, John Shire will be the coach in waiting for Duke men's basketball. He turns 34 in August, so Coach K takes over at 33. Shire about to turn 34. Very similar how that's all played out. A little bit more on Coach K before we kind of turn towards the future a little bit. Again, Chuck Culpepper of the Washington Post, our guest on today's Locked on Blue Devils podcast. I found it so fascinating uh, that the 41 years at one program, again, this upcoming season will be his 41st year leading the Duke men's basketball team. All the players played for Coach K. All these programs in college athletics love to talk about the family that you feel when you go to a school and even in the sport's greatest rivalry between Duke and North Carolina. You can't just go to one coach with North Carolina because you've got Dean Smith and Roy Williams, right? For Coach K, he is Duke and everything that's there. You mentioned Jay Billis, one of his first stars, to even his most recent star, in Zion Williamson, it's just so fascinating to me, Chuck, that both Zion and Jay Billis had the same man as their head coach and both say similar things about what they what Coach K has meant to their careers, their personal lives, their family, everything in between. Yeah, it's a, it's a run with a span, as you say, just think of those two people. The run with a span that's just almost inconceivable, you know, that it so so much has to has to happen in the right way. Um, one, one thing that they drew... I'm always struck by how they draw recruits from all over the country, yeah. you know, and it, it became under Krzyzewski, uh, it became an, an iconic national 
brand, you know, I hate that word. Why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it became a Colossus. And it, you know, if you look at it before that, it was a good program. It had, it had been the national runner-up twice to UCLA in 64, Kentucky in 78, you know, a near blue blood against those, those two blue bloods in, in those cases. And, and right when Bill Foster left for South Carolina in this March of 80, um, they had just gone to the Elite Eight and lost to Purdue there. So we're talking about a program that was already quite good, if not always reliable, and became just so annually reliable that it was. there were some of us joking around that even though they didn't deserve to get in the tournament this past year, you know, I was joking around a lot of, oh, just put them in. Yeah. They're, they're, it's like they're, they're, part, they're a regular actor in the show, and you can't take the, all the actors out, of course. You know, they did not warrant a bid, but it had gone on for so long that it was just so different not to have them there around. And just to, to speak to that even more, I've talked about this on the podcast a good bit, Chuck, but the last time Duke did not make the NCAA tournament was March of 1995. I came into right. the world in November of 1995. And so oh my, my entire existence has been Duke basketball in the NCAA tournament until this past year in 2021. So it's just been uh, kind of crazy seeing how that all played out and that, you know, they did, in fact, to my disbelief, because, again, that's what I was so used to, a tournament including Duke. They do, in fact, continue playing March Madness, even if the Duke Blue Devils aren't involved. Uh, but, uh, no, it was so surreal to kind of have to watch all of that and uh, obviously setting up for what's going to be, I'd imagine, an epic final season for Coach K with a, a good recruiting class coming in and a little bit of roster turnover. And uh, that's what this whole summertime is for, for to break down what that roster is going to look like going into next season. I thought it was interesting, though, you mentioned the Roy Williams retirement on April 1st of this year and kind of walking away. He mentioned that the changing culture in college basketball with the transfer portal, NLI with the name, image, and likeness uh, coming into effect. And walking away from that for these staples in college basketball who just might not want to be around for those transitions, Chuck, because it is going to ask a lot of these college basketball head coaches. What I find really intriguing about that in, in Coach K's case is something Billis was talking about today, which is, you know, what he one thing he regards as a, as a major strength of Krzyzewski is that Krzyzewski is not like a lot of people who get older and sort of sit around and mope about the way things used to be and how they're not as good anymore yeah. uh, as they were then. We all know that phenomenon, right? It's regular right. part of life. Um, and if there's wisdom in avoiding doing that and adapting to change and and sort of saying, okay, here's how it is now. What? How, how can I function in this environment? If there's wisdom in that, then certainly Coach K is is evidence of, of that that it's wise to behave that way in life, in any vein of life. And so it was striking to me to think, as I thought about why he would do this, if, if, there, if, there, if there was anything in it where he disliked the landscape that he saw coming, that's, that's kind of a departure from his norms and the way he has done things. Mm -hmm. And it, it may have just reached a point where, you know, it's, it's that plus, oh, I've done what? 47 years, if you count the five at Army. Correct. 40, or by the end, it'll be 40, 46, 47 years of, of Division One basketball. And, you know, I don't know if it age plus, plus this kinetic, new kinetic aspect of the sport that, 
that add up to leaving or if it's just something that's, you know, it's like, oh, I feel like it. I feel like it's time. I'm not sure, but it's interesting to think of how how different his Hurley and Leitner teams were <laughs> before your birth. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is disgusting. By Four the years just right, yeah. <laughs> from the uh, 2015 title team, you know, of uh, Okafor, Winslow, uh, Jones, I guess. Yes. And so, you know, how different those teams were and how different the recruiting differently the recruiting functioned um that glaring shining emblem of adaptability right there because he was so good at adapting to those changes as you're saying i mean obviously you mentioned the four-year players and the model that college basketball was uh, a few years ago kentucky and john calipari get in this kind of one and done machine factory and, and coach k realizes maybe i should be doing that to have the best players for a year help them set up their lives for greater success beyond their time playing basketball for Duke and, and going in the NBA, and he's been able to do that. He's always been a guy that kind of adapts, and when you need to adapt moving forward with name image likeness, the transfer portal being the way it is and, and that sort of thing, I think Coach K is ready to, to move on and let John Shire take over and handle those responsibilities for Duke. Not only his time at Duke, though, Chuck, again, we're talking with Chuck Culpepper of the Washington Post. He was also pretty successful in other ventures in the basketball world as well, right? I mean, it's been well documented that several NBA teams wanted to come after Coach K throughout his time in Durham and also being a part of five gold medal winning teams with the United States Olympics men's basketball team. So not only has it been at Duke, he's been a successful coach in other avenues as well. Yeah, and if you think about it too, um, if you think about the 2004 Olympics at Athens where in the semifinal the U.S. lost to uh, Argentina, which eventually won the gold, which is just a, I mean, just a huge accomplishment for yes. Argentina. You had to, you had to just hand it to them and feel happy for them, uh, and and how they celebrated it. Um, and and you know the U U.S. had, I think it lost three games in that tournament. Puerto Rico was one, I know, but it had NBA players already. That was already a thing, and uh, then. But it, it clearly needed some sort of, I don't know, it just clearly needed something. And so in 08, 12, and 16, when, when he's the head coach, that was a pretty airtight operation. I, I just can't remember. I, I just remember them as functioning as you would think they should function, I, ideally or as close to ideally as you could get. So, you know, he, he came in there at a time when, you know, we were kind of wondering if these do these te- other teams in the world play better team basketball than we do, or they, you know, none of that was true. But um, but he he kind of honed it, and he he, uh, he brought it back to where we our imperious country <laughs> thinks it should be. So. <laughs> We talk about uh, Coach K walking away from Duke after 41 years uh, as the head men's basketball coach. And in conclusion here, Chuck, obviously this is a, a hot talking point for a lot of people. Looking at Coach K's career, again, the most wins all time of anybody in the sport. You talk about the greatest coach of all time in the college basketball world. So it's, it's Mike Krzyzewski and John Wooden. If you, if you had to kind of rank those guys, where do you see that race? I mean, I, would, this is, I, I consider this one of the two biggest retirements in the sports, what is it, 126-year history. Um, I think it's one of the two biggest retirements. Wooden retired at age 64. He retired in the middle of a Final Four on the Saturday night. He said he was going to retire after Monday, won one more game for a tenth title, and then, um, and then 
when, and then retired, then was done for the, you know, and lived almost 36 more years after that. So, and then you factor in Krzyzewski's going to retire when he's 75. That's a, that sort of tells us how culture has moved along with regard to age, for one thing. Um, you know, how guys like Bayheim, uh, Williams, to Roy Williams, to, to the point he did, you know, um, Nick Saban, if you want to look at that, yes. the, the, the youngest septuagenarian ever, maybe. Um, you know, if you, if you want to just look, look at it that way, uh, there's that. But if you want to look at it as the environment Wooden was in and the environment Coach K was in, it's 10 titles to five, so that's a big gap. But I just would kind of lean toward Coach K. I think it was a lot harder. Yeah. I just think the whole thing was a lot harder. I think there were more rivals snapping at you. I just think, yeah, I just, the game had gotten so much bigger, more people, more schools wanted to try if they see the tournament if they could get field a chunk continues to expand. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just think, boy, I, I just I haven't really ever given this any thought before you said it, but. Right off the bat, I just I might just put K and Inch ahead at number one. Well, he would disagree with that and has disagreed with it. No doubt. I mean, and I obviously am going to agree with you, and that's going to be the biased Duke view in me, but I think you brought up a lot of good points when you try to handicap this kind of who's the greatest coach of all time. So good in their own rights, both John Wooden and Mike Krzyzewski, but doing it for 41 years, the same success that he's been able to have in an ever-changing college basketball landscape was, as you said, a, a rival eight miles down the road that's competing for title year in and year out, and uh, just to be able to do it time and time again like Coach K has done with the 12 Final Four appearances and so much more. Again, this is Chuck Culpepper of the Washington Post. I'd encourage you to follow him on Twitter at Chuck Culpepper one and, and follow Washington Post on Twitter as well at Post Sports. And, and Chuck, a little bit more about your work at, at the Washington Post and your team there. You guys do an excellent job covering college athletics. It's not just the professional sports as well, but uh, I'd imagine this next year is going to be full of a, a lot of bylines and headlines that include Mike Krzyzewski. Uh, so if you will, just kind of plug your work over there with the Washington Post. Yeah, it's just, I mean, for so many reasons, this next, uh, look at the first weekend, for example, of college football. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and it's unbelievable to think that it might go forth in a way that we were used to before our lives got so interrupted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think we're going to have more people on it. You know, one thing about college sports is that there's so much of it yes. that you can never get to all of it. I mean, think of how hard it is to to uh, chronicle uh, the, the teams in Division One or the uh, FBS, you know, just and then and then feels impossible. Going to all yes. those other divisions, which are in, which I think are important, and would love to do those stories more often. So, I mean, this year is just going to be, and we're all going to be great. That's what I hope, anyway. Yes, sir. To practice good gratefulness. Yes. <laughs> well, Chuck, the time is always greatly appreciated, and we'll have to do this again sometime soon. Thank you for the time today. Thanks for the invitation, JJ. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It's Chuck Culpepper of the Washington Post. He's joining us on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. I love it so much. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Have I told you before that Built Bar is covered in 100% chocolate? You feel like you're cheating, but you're not. It is so good. And it's also low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for that keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, promo code 
LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar is a proud sponsor of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Again, thank you to Chuck Culpepper of the Washington Post for joining me on today's show. You could follow him on Twitter at Chuck Culpepper one for his coverage. Follow their account at Post Sports for all the latest with the Washington Post. The big news today, Mike Krzyzewski announcing that 2021-2022 will be his final season as the head coach for Duke. It will be his 41st year leading the Blue Devils. He has 1,170 career victories, five national championships. 12 Final Four appearances, 15 ACC tournament titles, 12 ACC regular season championships. The accolades go on and on, but again, those five national championships, 1991, 1992, 2001, 2010, and 2015. Loved hearing Chuck Culpepper say that Mike Krzyzewski is the greatest college basketball coach of all time. As I said, I certainly do agree with that, and I can't wait to watch this final year. One last ride with Coach K. Coach K in his press release, quote, My family and I view today as a celebration. Our time at both West Point and Duke have been beyond amazing, and we are thankful and honored to have led two class programs at world-class institutions for more than four decades. That, coupled with 11 unforgettable years as the United States national team coach, has resulted in a remarkable journey. Certainly, I have been blessed to coach some of the finest young men and greatest players in basketball history as a direct result of these unique opportunities. For us, there is no greater joy than being part of our players' respective endeavors through basketball and, more importantly, their lives off the court. So family is eternally grateful to everyone who contributed to our career for the past 46 years. So to the countless members of our extended family, thank you very much. End quote. More remarks from the Duke Athletics Department about Coach K's retirement coming at the end of this upcoming college basketball season from Duke President Vincent E. Price. Quote, I can say without hesitation that Mike Krzyzewski is the greatest coach in the history of men's college basketball. This is clearly demonstrated by his tremendous success at Duke. 1,170 career wins, five national championships, 15 ACC tournament and 12 ACC regular season titles, and his service to our country as the head coach of USA Basketball. But the true measure of his excellence is more personal. It is in his resolute commitment to integrity, fairness, and inclusion, in his transformational impact on the collegiate athletics and Durham community, in the joy, generosity, and inspiration he has brought to the countless fans, and in his role as guide and teacher for thousands of players, coaches, and staff at Duke and beyond. 
Mike, Mickey, and the entire Shukshevsky family have been dedicated and devoted to Duke for more than 40 years, and we are so grateful that relationship will continue for a long time to come. End quote. Again, that was Duke President Vincent E. Price. Another remark from the Duke AD, Kevin White, quote, simply put, Mike Shukshevsky's legacy never to be repeated again is truly mind-boggling. To suggest that Mike has more than earned the goat mantle within the coaching community, both domestically and globally, is perhaps the greatest understatement of all time. Well beyond all the banners, hardware, titles, awards, honors, etc., Mike will long be best remembered, if not deeply respected and admired, for his unabashed love and utter devotion to his players. Again, the consummate teacher, coach, and mentor, coupled with this highly unique around life, lessons, and service will surely live at the pinnacle level of his chosen profession, end quote. That was Duke Director of Athletics Kevin White talking about Coach K's upcoming retirement. John Shire was named the next head men's basketball coach of Duke University. He released this statement yesterday, quote, Duke University has been a central part of my life for more than a decade, and I could not ask for a better place to continue my career. This is absolutely humbling. First, I offer extreme gratitude to the greatest coach of all time whose career is unrivaled in basketball. Coach K has built the premier program in our sport thanks to his unwavering competitive edge, a tireless attention to detail, a family-first approach, and a remarkable compassion and care for his players, coaches, and staff. He has set a standard that every coach at every level should strive to achieve. I'd also like to express my sincere appreciation to Duke President Vincent Price, Kevin White, and Nina King for believing in me and providing me this opportunity. It is an honor to call this great institution my alma mater, and I'm deeply committed to furthering its academic and athletics excellence while continuing the championship legacy of Duke basketball. Finally, the quote from Coach K about John Shire's appointment as the next Duke men's basketball head coach, quote, The continuation of our culture at Duke is paramount to future success. That is why I am so grateful that President Vincent Price, Kevin White, and Nina King determined that John Shire represents our best path forward. He is clearly ready for this opportunity and has shown it repeatedly throughout his playing career and as a coach on our staff the past eight seasons. John is a rising star in our profession, and Duke basketball could not be in better hands in the future. End quote. Again, Coach K is retiring at the end of this upcoming season. John Shire has been named his replacement as the next Heads men's basketball coach of Duke. In a lot of ways, it answers questions that we've been having. When is Coach K going to retire? Who replaces him after he retires? All those questions are now answered. Coach K retires at the end of this upcoming year, and before we even got a chance to debate it, Duke made sure John Shire was named the head coach in waiting. Excellent stuff, as always, uh, on today's edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Really enjoyed being able to talk about all the big news with you here on the program. And again, thanks to Chuck Culpepper for joining me on today's show. Again, be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. And check out our show wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and review. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you again soon. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.